Hi, hello, welcome to the Pink Book Podcast. I'm your host, Martina Jordine. On this podcast, I will be speaking to a variety of creatives and media professionals that are currently succeeding in roles that you may or may not know exist. I will also be providing you with tips on how to elevate your brand through discussions about branding, marketing, and so much more. So if you are a creative, want to learn more about the business side of the industry, or just want to get motivated by someone else's career progression, this is the podcast for you. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the conversation. And don't forget to take notes. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Pink Book Podcast. I am your host Martina Jordine and today I am all alone. On this week's episode we will be talking about everything to do with branding and developing a strong foundation for your brand before you even start. Um, If you're wondering why are you all alone today, it's simply because prior to launching, I did a virtual focus group. I think that's what we're going to call it. Um, And I got a few people to listen to the podcast episode and give me an insight into what they thought could be improved or what they felt could be added to like better the podcast. And a lot of people suggested that they felt like solo episodes in regards to certain business related or creative related topics would be incredibly useful so here I am today giving you what the people asked for um what we're going to do first is we're going to start off by creating a better understanding of what it is to we're going to create a better understanding of branding and brand because I firmly believe that you're unable to create anything unless you have a proper understanding of what that thing is. So how do you create a brand, um, a great how do you have great branding or how do you have a great brand if you don't understand what the terms themselves mean so according to the business dictionary branding is the process involved in creating a unique name and image for a product in the consumer's mind mainly through advertising campaigns with a consistent theme branding aims to establish a significant and differentiated presence in the market that attracts and retains loyal customers so this the most important things um, to take from this is that branding is a process where you develop a unique name and image for a product or service um, through a consistent theme. It's a process. It's not something that happens once and, you know, that's it. It's something that takes time. So it's definitely not something that is to be rushed. There are definitely things that you should do and you should think about before you think... Let me just offer my service or my product to the rest of the world and we will discuss some of those things today. It's also about a consistent theme. Um, you don't want to confuse your brand or your, you don't want to confuse your customers at any point when if you're consistently changing the way that you do or you run business. So if one, if you're consistently changing the colour of your logo, as much as it may be for 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 some reason for example I've had clients that say they want to change their um logo to do with like the theme or like the um the theme of a, a particular campaign or the seasons that can get very confusing because they may people might think oh what's going on why what's going on um 
basically. Um, so you just want to be consistent. You can make little subtle changes, but you don't want to make any drastic changes. So what we're going to do now is we're going to define the term brand. Um, so a brand, according to Google, a brand is a name term design symbol or any other feature that identifies one seller's goods or service as distinct from those of another seller's so it's usually the it's basically the name of um your company that's what your brand is um <laughs> so that's it so what we're going to do now is kind of address the first step a lot of people will have different methods as to how I do it and in no way am I saying that my method is the only way to do it but from experience and through um, learning more about digital marketing and marketing in general this is what I have learned and these are the tips that I have found to be useful when um, creating plans for other for other customers so step one is to kind of establish what it is that you want to do um, before you can even go on to doing any market research, you kind of need to establish what am I doing? Why am I doing it? How am I doing it? And the perfect framework for you to use to do this is called the golden circle framework, which takes those three questions, but kind of switches the way that your brain thinks about them by having why in the innermost center circle. Um, so like I said, it's it's called the golden circle and it's basically made up of three circles um, in which why is in the center. Um, the most outer circle has what and then the middle circle has how in it. Um, usually when you think about branding and business um, or creating a product or a service or um, anything in general, you think about the what first. Um, but it's important to think about the why as well. If anything, the why is more important because the why is what will keep you going when times get tough. Um, you'll see a lot of talk on Twitter or on, on social media or in, in person and on loads of talks um like what is your why um because if you don't know your why you're always going your brand isn't going to be consistent because you'll be more reliant on trends rather than your true purpose so the golden circle framework sorry the golden circle framework encourages you to think of your frame um to think of your purpose and the reason why you're doing things um before anything else so what you'll do first is you think about why why do you want to start this business why is this product needed why like why are you doing it so for example the reason why I started the Pink Book is because I was tired of seeing my friends struggle to gain access to the opportunities that I um, felt that they so rightly deserved. So I decided to start the platform, correct? Um, so now that I've understood my why, what I would have done next is thought about how do I do it? So what is the method that I'm going to use um, to fulfill my why so my method of fulfilling my why has been to put on events create a podcast and distribute online content through instagram and twitter so that's how i'm doing it that's how i am making my why no longer a problem your why is your like your problem if that makes sense um and your how is kind of like the thing that fulfills that why. And the last question is, what do you do? So I bridge the gap between the media industry and people like my friends that would like to get into it. It sounds really complicated, maybe. I don't know, maybe it's just me. But um, I feel like thinking about things in reverse and not necessarily thinking about the what first, but thinking about the why kind of allows you to 
fully think things through and because you understand your why you're able to develop a more succinct plan as to how and what you plan to do um your why will always fuel everything else um which is why I really encourage you to sit down and think about okay yes you're going to start a clothing brand but why are you going to start a clothing brand maybe you've seen that there's um it's 2019 and there's still companies out there that are selling swimsuits um as a set instead of um separate which means that people that aren't necessarily the exact same size top and bottom find it difficult to purchase swimsuits so that is your why so then you know what else you have to do if that makes sense um so i really encourage you to think of your why so once you've used the golden circle method you want to kind of think of you want to do some market research um what i definitely will not encourage you to do is to spend too much time doing market research because what you can end up doing is getting into a situation where you become obsessed with your competitors and you spend so much time trying to focus on what they're doing that you kind of delay um any progress on your own product because you're too busy worrying about what their next move is or trying to fully understand their blueprint. And even though that may seem like a great idea initially, um, you, you don't necessarily want to do that because you don't want to... You have your why, right? So you and... So let's just say there are many other platforms that are similar to the Pink Book, but our whys are different. So if I kept on focusing solely on what they were doing, I would eventually start to create content or do things the way that they dated them um and then i would stop fulfilling my why i would no longer be addressing my why my problem and i'll be creating a solution or creating content for a why that i don't understand because not every company will articulate their why if that makes sense um so yes market research is an amazing thing to do but i definitely don't recommend doing a whole bunch of market research do not spend months and months doing um market research because you don't want to end up in a situation where you end up just having new more and more new competitors for you to to research because you've delayed your release or you've delayed starting on your product and now there's a new competitor on the scene and as much as that will happen sometimes it's better to start for like sometimes as people we wait we we search for perfection but unfortunately perfection doesn't actually exist um so we literally just need to do our research so we have an understanding of what is going on within the field but then we also need to firmly believe that okay we've gathered enough information and we kind of have a great understanding of our our market but it's time for us to apply this research that we've conducted and start to develop our own product. Does that make sense? How do you conduct market research? You literally type into Google, whatever it is you want to do, type into Twitter, type into Instagram, um, hair salons in London, hair salons in the UK, hair salons in America, and see what it is that they're doing, how they're doing it, um, and literally just take their information. Or you can go onto review sites like Yelp, um, I think FIFO's another one, and there's some other websites, um, any review sites, and literally just see what the customer's pain points are. Because not only should you conduct competitor um analysis or market research in one in a term you also need to find out what your um your 
what your potential customers want and what better way to find out if you can't uh, about what better way to find out what they want um through looking at review sites because sometimes you may not be able to afford to do focus groups or to do paid interviews or anything like that um and your review sites will be your next best will be the next thing um well the next best thing because you've got people that will say that they didn't like this product um or this hair salon because they took too long or um the area wasn't as friendly or the manager wasn't as nice or the walls were too too bright so then that will allow you to gain an understanding as to what people like and what they do not like and then you can then use the things that they like to in your pro in your product or your service and you can take the things that they don't like um and ensure that your business doesn't um have that problem Okay, so what's step number two? Step number two for me is to think of a name. Um, there's many ways for you to do this, but I guess you could always think about your, once you know your purpose, you can kind of think of a name that is um, similar or resembling or represents your purpose. So let's say maybe you are a beauty salon or let's just say you are... A makeup artist, you may decide to do beauty by whatever your name is. And even though that's that's a very common name, so I definitely would re- wouldn't recommend doing that because you kind of lose um you you want your name to be unique, right? So doing something that has a very heavy presence on like a lot of social media, like if you type in beauty by, hundreds of people come up. Um you want to do something that's a bit unique, but maybe um you might call yourself you might call yourself in enhance whatever sorry i'm absolutely crap at (laughs) picking names it took me forever to think of the pink book but you might want to think of names that are either directly associated with the service that you're doing or something that kind of means something to you um people name things for different reasons but i feel like once you've come up with a name it's very important for you to go onto the um company's house website if you're from the uk and search their database because what you definitely want to do is think about your long-term goals and if there's something that you're doing for the long term you definitely want to make sure that when it comes to registering your company that the name that you have chosen is available because I know that when I tried to do this um, a while ago, um, the pink book wasn't available to register as a company um, simply because it had been registered already. So I had to make a few changes before I can do such, hence the changes on social media. Um, so I definitely recommend taking a look at the company's house. Um, it's literally BE... Well, it's, I'll leave the link in the... Um, description of the the video but it's companieshouse.gov.uk um i'm not entirely sure what it would be for other countries but i definitely i would definitely recommend taking a look at the um company's directory so you can um check whether the name is actually available so what is the next step after this there are many things that you can do but what you want to do for me next, I would think of 
creating a logo what do you want your logo to represent do you want it to be just text do you want it to be text and image um do you want it to just be an image um how many colors would you like it to have one color two colors would you like it to be a combination of fonts or just one simple font um because even though these are decisions that you you typically associate with being the responsibility of a graphic designer it's always best to go to a graphic designer with a a well-rounded vision so that they can then come and create something that suits you um a lot quicker because i know a lot of graphic designers do um charge for any changes that um they have to make so you might get three revisions and any more revisions after that have to be um are charged at an extra let's say 25 pounds a revision um and yes you have every right to getting a logo that is fitting for your business because i'd assume that the logo that you're making is something that you'd like to have for a lifetime but if you go to a graphic designer with a better understanding of what you want your um your logo to look like you will save yourself some time because it won't take as long in terms of doing as many revisions and you also save yourself money because you won't have to pay them as much um but it's up to you really um i usually think it's best to have kind of like a color scheme and an idea um do you want it to be strong what kind of emotions do you want your logo to put to um to give like what do you want people to think when they see your logo like if maybe you're not too sure and you're not too great at at thinking about typography which is basically fonts um but you know what kind of emotions or you can't you know what kind of message you want your logo to give to people simply having an understanding of that and being able to relay that um completely well to a graphic designer will do you great um the next thing i would say after thinking about your logo some people would say do this beforehand but it's to consider your business model what type of business model would you like to use so um a business model is basically according to google dictionary is a plan for the successful operation of a business identifying sources of revenue the intended customer base products and details of financing this is kind of something that you do in your market it's kind of it's not really market research but it's more primary research it's kind of developing an understanding of how you'd like your business to run um are you not for profit are you um do you rely on income from other people are you will you get an investor will you not have investors will there be shareholders in your company um there's so many things to think about there's actually so many different business models and obviously it depends on what kind of um business you're trying to do but for example one is a freemium model um and that is where you offer a product for free but there is uh, the potential to get better um to get better services and better or more opportunity or more facilities if you upgrade um so that's called a freemium model where people pay for an upgrade um there's also um a model in which your product is free and you gain re- revenue from advertisers so this is something something similar to a um facebook or a twitter maybe um, where people can use the site or the the facility service for free, but you then out you then rely on advertisers to to run your company if that makes sense. Um, 
so yeah no so we're just going to leave it there so we so the two i've mentioned are the freemium model and then you've got the model in which the service is free but you're reliant on advertisement there are definitely a lot more um methods um i mean business models for you to look and research but it's definitely something that i'd consider because even though you don't think about it as being an important you may not think about it as being as an important thing to do when you're starting up um i always think it's very important to think about your long-term goals um as well like where do you see yourself in the next five years um and that will just kind of and having a business model will kind of allow you to do things like that um having a business like it's it's just it's just kind of great to know so like if you wanted to go for, and pitch for a grant or a pitch for a funding you can give them and show them that you have a better understanding of how business works which will make them more inclined to also like believe in your business more because you have a well you have a better understanding about the way in which business work businesses work um another thing that i feel like would help with that is um using a framework called the three horizon framework so the three horizon framework is something that allows you to um to conceptualize your goals the first horizon is where you you focus on the present so this is where you'd focus 70 percent of your energy it's all about sustainability and doubling down on the things that work the best this is something that you'd kind of use when you've kind of got started and you start to see what kind of works but it's also something that you can use in terms of like just goal setting horizon three is the the last set um is obviously the third and final horizon we skipped two for a reason but we'll get back to there horizon three focuses entirely on the future so that's about your future goals so in five years do you want to be the go-to hairstylist for celebrities or the go-to clothing brand for people that are into like skating what is it that you want to do in five years that gets 10% of your energy in the present day, if that makes sense. Um, so whilst you're working on your present success and you're working on the things that you've said that you need to do in Horizon 1, you need to be focusing 10% of your energy on the future because you always want to make sure that the things that you're doing in the future, in the present will be beneficial in the future. Horizon 2 is where you bridge the gap between the two which is why um I went one, three, two, because what you want to do is first establish what your primary goals are, your present goals are for today, and then think about what your future goals are and then what and then horizon two is where you think about, okay, so how do I bridge the gap between where I am now and where I want to be in the future? Um and this is basically where transformation happens and this is where you get twenty where you focus twenty percent of your energy. So this horizon framework does definitely occur over a span um like it, it kind of operates over the span of your company and um, or the lifespan of your company but it's also something that you utilize in your day-to-day so today you know that okay um your goal is to your goal is to create content for well to create five pieces of content across different social media platforms and that will help you in the future because you will then have a greater brand awareness across 
different platforms hopefully in horizon two you might think this is consistency you want to consistently do that or maybe you want to double up and you want to start posting like 10 pieces of content a day so you just kind of want to think about what you need to do how you need to do it what your current goals are and where you want to be um and that is kind of what you need I don't know if I'm making much sense here because I struggle to articulate. I struggle to articulate myself. But the frameworks that I definitely think that you should use are the three horizon framework is the three horizon well are the three horizon framework and the um the golden circle framework. One is at the very beginning process and at the very beginning, um, so that would be when you're trying to decide what it is that you actually want to do and why you want to do it and how you're going to do it. And the three horizon framework would be kind of after you've established your business model, you've got your name, you've got your logo and you've kind of you're almost about to get up and running and you still utilise the Three Horizon framework whilst you're still going. Um, I apologise if I haven't made the most amount of sense, um, but we're just going to keep this episode really short and sweet because it is me on my own um, and I don't want to get a bit boring. So we're just going to keep it short and sweet. From experience, branding is definitely hard um, and it's an ongoing thing, as it did say, it's a process. Um, so don't feel upset if you feel like you've got it wrong. You can always go back to the drawing board um, and develop a better brand strategy um, and find a new way to articulate yourself. And there are definitely people out there like myself that can help you do stuff like that. Um, so if you struggle with... Um, branding and things like that definitely don't feel um don't be afraid to message me email me um on instagram or on twitter or on any of my social medias and let me help you um so that would be me martina jordine at m-g-o-r-d-e-e-n on instagram twitter well instagram and twitter and then my email was literally martina at martinajordine.com. I don't know if you know how to spell that, but we're going to leave that in the description box as well. Thank you guys so much for listening to me talk. Hopefully I will get better with articulating myself the more that I do this. Um, but as for now, that is the end of this episode and we'll see you next week with another episode of the Pink Book Podcast. And just like that, we've come to the end of this week's episode. If you can't wait until next week, don't worry, it's fine. Just head on over to our website, thepinkbook.co.uk, for more industry-related information. For work experience opportunities and daily tips, follow thepinkbookuk underscore on Twitter and Instagram. I'll see you next week. Bye!